Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed to be on the air this morning. I'm so blessed to be alive and on the Lord's side. I'm so blessed to be the founder of the Encounter Ministry, which I've been talking about all week on the Encounter Radio Show. This week is a special week because we're celebrating seven years since the inception of Encounter. Seven years. Here's a couple of other things that we've talked about this week on the Encounter Radio Show. For seven years, Encounter has never really, actually, Encounter's never done a fundraiser. Encounter's never really asked for money, but God has miraculously supplied all of our needs, and we've never run out of money. Now, we've almost run out of money this year, and we're right at, we're right at the end of, uh, of the rope right now, at the end of the year. And uh, we know that God's going to make a way for us to start out, to come out of the gate uh, next year. And we hope to continue being on the radio station. I hope to get books distributed. I hope to uh, get a grant writer and tap into some of the grants that the state is providing uh, that can help us be a blessing to organizations and churches uh, around the tri-state area. Uh, Encounter wants to do retreats next year uh, right here in Kentucky one-day intensives uh, apart, uh, away from uh, the city of Lexington. Uh, we have general operating expenses, salaries, tax work, legal expenses, things like that that we need to cover. And we need your help. We need your support. And I love coming to you. It's been a blessing to be on the air. And as I've mentioned, uh, if Encounter doesn't, Encounter needs to raise money to continue being on the air at WJMM. So if you'd like to support the Ministry of Encounter, just go to our website, go to thehopeencounter.org. There's a give button. Also, you can email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Now, Encounter runs at Church of the Savior, and Church of the Savior is so good to Bill Reeser and the Ministry of Encounter. Uh, they give us a great budget to run. But if I want to do anything outside the walls of Encounter, because Encounter is set up to be a parachurch ministry, I've got to raise money for that. And Encounter, and even COS, has been one of my best supporters as far as doing that. So I have a wonderful, unique, special relationship with them, but I need, to, I need other people to come to the table and be a blessing to the ministry of Encounter and supporting us financially if we want to continue what we're doing, if we want to be a blessing and instill the ministry of Encounter, of Encounter in other organizations and churches. We're poised to do that. Our Bible study book is now finally revised and published. Uh, I'm ready to do some traveling. I'm ready to uh, get books uh, in, in around the country. Uh, I'm ready to do uh, leadership coaching for churches who want to bridge the gap between recovery, discipleship, grace, and truth. Uh, I want to help implement the Encounter Ministry for churches and organizations. And I, I want to provide training and leadership for any organization who deals with broken and hurting people. Uh, because what we do is really unique. What we do is different. And what we do is, is we simply have stripped away everything that the world says you need to do to recover and just provided the simplistic pathway through the word of God to the prayer of God by helping people get into the presence of God, have their own encounter with God, hear the voice of God and be transformed by the power of God. It's nothing mystical. It's based on God's word. It's based on a, a, a proven method that Jesus Christ demonstrated that he doesn't do programs and doesn't heal or minister to people anyway the same way twice 
He always healed someone different. He always ministered to people different. That's why we call the ministry encounter. So that when people pray to hear the voice of God, God has something unique and special to say to each individual. And we help people get in a position where they can hear the voice of God and be transformed by the power of God. We do that through our Bible study that we teach. And we've been teaching through these anchors of hope. Anchor one, decide to get well from my problems and brokenness and admit that I do a terrible job at playing God. Anchor two, believe that God's love and power can restore hope and healing. Anchor three, respond to the love of God by surrendering my life and will, not just to Jesus Christ, but to his finished work so I can now live the crucified life of Jesus Christ, embracing discipleship as the pathway because that's the only pathway. Now, we, I also know, and many of you are smart enough to know that no one could do this in their own strength. That's why anchor four is trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide me. You see, Jesus said, it's better for you that I go. Unless I go, the Holy Spirit won't come. When he comes, he'll guide you into truth. He'll be your comforter. He'll heal you. He'll give you peace. He'll interpret the word of God for you. He'll bring to remembrance everything I've said. That's the Holy Spirit's job. And the Holy Spirit transforms us from the inside out. And there's so many ministries. I, I don't know of a recovery ministry that embraces the total work and person of the Holy Spirit like Encounter does. Where we teach who the Holy Spirit is. We teach how you can tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Keep on being filled with the Holy Spirit. How to pray with the Holy Spirit. How to do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. How to run errands for the Holy Spirit. How to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. There's no recovery without the Holy Spirit. Let's get that straight. There's no recovery happening without the Holy Spirit. Whatever recovery happens without the power of the Holy Spirit, it's self. And eventually that self will destruct. There's no willpower. There's only God giving you the will and the power through the Holy Spirit. And you'll never get it together until the Holy Spirit puts you back together. So we need the Holy Spirit now more than ever before. And if we think we can recover and get discipled and be that God's all, be all that God's called us to be without the Holy Spirit, well, we're just fooling ourselves. See, you're either, fully, you're either full of yourself or you're full of the Holy Spirit. I used to be full of myself all the time. But now I'm full of the Holy Spirit. And I want the Spirit to work in me, to work for me, and to work through me so that when people see me speak and people see how I do ministry, they'll say, now that's the Holy Spirit. That can't be Bill Reeser. He's not that smart. And I'm not. And so we teach a lot about Anchor 4, trust in the power of the Holy Spirit. The fifth one is Anchor 5 is realize who I am in Christ and reject the lie that I am my character defects and sins. I get a chance to minister to so many people in recovery. And the most egregious thing that I've seen in, rec in the recovery world is people telling someone that's struggling with an addiction that the first step of walking out of denial is to say you are your sin and your addiction and stronghold by saying, hi, my name is Joe and I'm an alcoholic. Nothing could be more egregious and further from the truth than to tell someone to, to declare that they are their sins. You see, the devil loves when that happens because now 
He's got you believing that you are your sin. You are your stronghold. But we are not the things we do. We are not our sins. We are who God calls us. And if anyone is in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come. We're new creations in Christ. And we have a new and true identity. We're loved, saved, forgiven. We're a child of the king. We're a royal priesthood. Once we were not forgiven, now we are forgiven. Once we were not a people, now we are the people of God. In Christ, I am dead. In Christ, I'm a man of prayer. In Christ, I'm a king's kid. In Christ, I am set free because when the Son of God sets you free, I am free indeed. So hi, my name is Bill Reeser, and I'm a child of the one true king. I am who God says I am. Because he said I am, and that settles it. And that's who I am. And no one could argue with me on those facts. We have to realize who we are in Christ. We don't have to spend an entire lifetime trying to become somebody we already are. And the recovery world needs to get on board with calling people who God calls them, not what their sin and addiction calls them. Anchor six, we need to get, so we, this is what we do. We help people get honest about their past and we let the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of their lives. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And then anchor seven, we help people embrace the discipleship pathway to transformation. See, the world will say, well, well think better thoughts will hopefully translate into better actions. And that never works. See, the whole, see, God works by, transforming us by the renewing of our minds the battle behind every self-defeating thing we'll ever do is a lie that we believe that's why the apostle paul said in view of god's mercy offer our bodies living sacrifice before god holy and pleasing as our spiritual act of worship do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of our minds the more we renew our mind to the truth of god's word the more we're going to be able to take our thoughts captive and win the victory over the battlefield of our minds by embracing discipleship as the pathway to transformation anchor eight choose the freedom of forgiveness to experience the healing peace of god we need to close our accounts with other people one ounce of unforgiveness can forfeit the peace blessing and prayer privileges that we have so in order for us to be healed of anything, we need to close our accounts so we can speak to the mountains in, in our lives. We need to forgive as we've been forgiven. And then we need to make God's word the authority over our lives, not just incorporate it, not just study it. That's anchor nine. And anchor 10 is commit to a daily prayer life to grow our relationship with the Father, but also to pray, to learn how to pray, to pray the promises of God, to pray the word of God, to pray scripture, to pray so we can get into the presence of God, hear the voice of God, and be transformed by the power of God, and to win the spiritual battles in our lives, to win the temptations in our lives, to win all the all the pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. We battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers to pray how to use the blood, to pray with the armor, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the sword of the spirit. We need to know how to put on the armor of God in prayer. We, know, we need to learn how to become giant slayers. We, know, we need to know how to put on God's armor and win the spiritual battles of our lives. And then anchor 12 is live out and share the hope that we now have. It's simply learning what our purpose is and learning what our destiny is after we learn what our identity in Christ is. It's really the come and see, follow me, go and tell model that Jesus Christ invites us into when he invites us into a life of grace, truth, discipleship, recovery, and the abundant life that he died for. 
And so just all week, this week, today, yesterday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, starting on Monday, I've been talking about the Ministry of Encounter, that we've been celebrating our seventh year since the inception of the ministry. And for seven years, God's, God hasn't released me to do a fundraiser because we've never had to do a fundraiser. But God wants to do so much more in the ministry of encounter. And this month, he's released me to, to ask for money, to ask for financial support, to ask for people to come along the ministry of encounter, be a monthly donor, whatever you can give, go to the ministry, go to the website, uh, the hope and find out give button or just email me at bill at the hope and I can give you more information. If you're a pastor, if you're uh, a leader of a church, if you're a business person looking for a ministry, uh, to support, uh, I don't know if there's a better equipped ministry to help broken and hurting people get well and recover than the ministry of encounter. It really is a life-changing, life-saving ministry where evangelism is one of the key pillars of what we do. Souls matter to us. And I'll close with this this week. And I share this with people throughout the years. I don't know if you can put a price tag on a soul. I don't know if you can put a price tag on a saved soul that's been in the grip of hell and in the grip of an addiction in the grip of bondage and they get set free. And one person that gets set free. I don't know if you could put a price tag on that. I don't know what that's worth to somebody. I know what it's worth to God. It was worth sending his son down. It was worth sending his son down to, to die on a cross for us. And you get to play a part in that story. Thank you for supporting us and listening.